Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Labaris, Social Communications Manager at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your classroom and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. This is Danielle. Hey, everyone. It's Sari, and welcome back to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. We know there's a lot happening right now, and we hope we can provide you with insights, tips and best practices, and breathing room from the critical work that you do. We are here to support teaching and learning wherever it is taking place. And with us today, we are super excited to talk to extraordinary educator Jennifer Kidd, who is a teacher in Kentucky. So welcome, Jennifer. We're so glad you're here. If you don't mind just introducing yourself to our listeners, um, where are you located, what you teach, and how long you've been teaching. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Jennifer Kidd, and I live in Mason County in Kentucky, and um, I've lived here for about nine years. I was originally from West Virginia, and I teach first grade. I have made it from special ed to kindergarten, and after 22 years total of teaching, I finally made it to first grade. So I am making progress on moving up to those um, grade levels. Wow. First grade. That is very commendable. I used to teach fifth and sixth grade and I spent a little bit of time with the first graders. There was many, many hugs that I wasn't prepared for, um, but they are very, very cute. So tell us, how has your summer been? Um, What are you thinking about as we start to turn the corner towards back to school? Well, I had an amazing summer. Our school Um, got together and we prepared a summer school for our kids. And um, in my elementary that I go to, we have non-kindergarten, non-first grade, non-second grade. Um, So we had a lot of kids come to summer school. We've had, I'd say, probably between 300, 250 to 300 kids that came to summer school. So we were so excited to have those kids come. And um, it was so excited to, for them to be excited to actually be there and um, to learn. You know, we were kind of nervous, you know, about all the things that were happening last year and making sure our kids were getting the education that they needed. And um, it was nice to see them in a different setting. And we just made learning fun. We did reading, we did math, and we had a fun science activity with them to do. And we had field trips on Friday. And coming back to school and starting out school, it made it a whole, whole lot easier because those kids who were struggling before, they had that extra month to go to school and they didn't even realize, you know, they were excited to come. And um, it was just, it ended up being an awesome experience for the teachers um, to do something different. And for the kids and the parents, you know, they were starting back to work and, you know, with the babysitting and all that, you know. And um, being a parent, you know, it's hard for those things to find that uh, babysitting and things for your kids to be able to do. So they got to do this and got to learn and have fun. And now that seems like that they were ready to start back to school. That's so great that you were able to provide not only, of course, the instruction, which is important, but just a place for them to be and be together, be with the teachers, um, like reestablish your relationships with them and just do something different, like you said, to provide that learning, but make it super fun um, and engaging. That's so great. Yes, it was. It was an awesome experience. And you talk the way you were talking about it. Oh, you go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to talk about starting out school now. Being back to school, we were so, you know, it's excited as summer. Summer is, you know, awesome for teachers. Everyone thinks we're off and not doing a whole lot. But as teachers, we know that is not true, that we are continually um, doing things and trying to um, better ourselves and prepare ourselves for the following year and, you know, keep up to date on all the things that are happening um, the, you know, the new things, the new things that come out and the best ways to be able to teach our kids. So um, starting out the school year, you know, I'm sure it has been a challenge for those parents to be able to drop their kids off. You always have those things about dropping kids off and having a hard time with them um, separating from those parents since they've been with them all summer. And, um, you know, it's just nice to see those smiles on those faces and be able to um, give a high five or a fist bump or a foot hit, whatever, foot <laughs> tap, whatever you want to be able to get them started in with school. That's so awesome. So yeah, thinking about starting school and um, things that you are going to do in your classroom with your first graders. Um, can you talk to us about some of the ways that you engage students? So this could be like a system you have or a way you celebrate learning, um, things like that. Absolutely. Um, Every day when we get to our classroom, we always have a star of the week. And that day we have someone stand up in the classroom and everyone gets to tell them something positive about them. And, you know, the first week of school, I take over and do the leadership of it. And I go and I tell people, you know, what are some, you know, what's something that I see positive about them. And um, it could be from, um, I like the way you dress. I like your new haircut. You know, I like how you are the leader of our table. I like how you stand nicely in line or, you know, something like that. And um, so each day they get to do that in the classroom too. We have one person stand up and then everyone gets to tell them something positive about them. And that I love starting out the day right with that. And um, we have some incentives that we've been doing in the classroom. We have these things called confetti cards. And it's exactly what it sounds like confetti cards. So um, teachers absolutely love it. Parents, well, maybe not so much. But um, our principal came up with this idea. And it was an awesome idea for, um, for us to do. But we have these little uh, cards. And every time that they do something, they can either do something positive in the classroom or a teacher catches them doing something, or if they're nice to a friend, or even if they um, help another teacher out or you see them helping a friend out, those kind of characteristics of being a good, you know, a good person, a good student. And we also have incentives for them. For example, we do already in our school. So if they get um, their minutes completed throughout the week, or if they uh, make 85% or above on their assignments, they get a confetti card at the end of the week and they get to turn these in. So they go to the office, they get to walk down all by themselves, and they go to the office and they give it to our secretary and secretary, the principal or the vice principal. We've even had our superintendent and they're involved and they get the confetti and they cheer and they holler and they sprinkle it all over them. So every time when you see these kids walking down the hallway, you know, as a teacher, something awesome has happened with that kid. So you ask them, you know, what's, what did you get confetti for? Or you say, congratulations, and they just beam. And especially you see that card on the way as they're going to the office, 
they just have their shoulders back. They have their head up. They have that huge smile. And you know that they're on their way to get rewarded. And that is awesome. And we also do that class-wise. Like, so example, if my whole class, and um, last year when we did virtual, um, they did already. And that was the thing the parents loved the best was because they could do that at home. And their parents felt the most um, comfortable in being able to do already because they've done it the year before and they could get on it and do it. So we would do rewards on virtual style like that. So now that they're back to school and they get to go on Fridays, we have whole classes go down. So if my whole class gets so many minutes or they go up, which happened a lot last year when we were in school, they would sprinkle them all with confetti and everybody hooted and hollered. And it was just, it was an awesome experience. So being rewarded in those incentives and letting them do those things, that is awesome. That is so fun. I love just the, like giving like an entry point to the conversation. Um, when I was a teacher, I felt like I would see students all the time in the hallway and you kind of always just automatically ask them like, how's your day going? Every kid usually says good. It's just like the same, but it's like <laughs> rather, and then we started, we started as a school building a better community by having specific questions that we were like discussed what you should ask, like what book did you read today or what have you learned? But giving um, giving just an entry point to the like, what are you celebrating or congratulations? Like, it's just such a nice way for that student to feel so proud. And like you said, like you can see it in their posture. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. And Jennifer has so kindly um, given us the cards that she uses with a little explanation um, posted on iReady Central. So um, we will link those cards and the link in the show notes so that if you are listening right now, you can download those and use those with your students as well. Awesome. So unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today. But I just want to thank you for um, your joyfulness. Everything you shared has just been so joyful. And that is something we could use so much more of now, the future, the past, all of it. So I love how uh, just joyful you've made me feel even just talking to you. Um, so before, you. <laughs> of course. Uh, so before we leave, is there any parting words or advice you want to give educators as they start to return, whatever that looks like, given our crazy world, return to school, any advice you want um, educators to think about? You know, my words of advice is make learning fun, period. The more you make it fun for the kids, the more you sing, the more you use instruments, the more you use drums, the more they get to stand on their chair, the more they get to hoot and holler for other people. Anything that you can do to make learning fun, that's the way that they're going to end up remembering those what those skills that you're teaching them. So just make learning fun, give lots of hugs and um, have a have an awesome year. Thank you so much again, Jennifer, for your time, your insights and your expertise. We really appreciate uh, you being here today. Um, as always, you can follow along on Twitter at Curriculum and on Instagram at my iReady. And as always, please be sure to tag us in your post so we can see the great things you're doing every single day. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, or want to be a guest, you can email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We are here for you. So until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.